Hey guys, this is me, Abby, and this is my first podcast. If you guys like more podcasts, please let me know. I'm going to probably post this on my YouTube channel so you guys can see my recorded things, because why not? I don't know why I decided to make a podcast. I just think I could ex- I can talk about things more, and possibly I'm going to add my friends into podcasts and stuff like that, so it won't just be me talking all the time. But for today, it's just for me, and I thought this good podcast, we could just talk about things, and, uh, yeah. So, lots of stuff has been going on with me lately. I've, I'm a senior in high school, and I'm 17, so, like, I've been busy. I know I say that on my channel all the time, but, man, do I have a lot of stuff going on right now. I want to continue my channel. I pro- I will try. I want to make my YouTube more successful. But I just can't promise anything at the moment. So let's talk about oh, teen shows. So currently I'm into watching Friends. Which is so weird because everyone like has already watched Friends. But I just decided to watch it. And it's actually pretty funny. So that's currently a show I'm binge watching. And then The Vampire Diaries is always a show I've been watching as well. It's a really good show if anyone wants a new teen show. It's a very good show and I recommend it. Um, Yeah, and I am a little sick, so keep in mind that if my voice sounds like I'm literally sound like a man, it's because I'm sick. Everyone around me is like getting colds and stuff, so it's not fun. Okay, so, um, yeah, we were talking about shows. Um, I also like Glee. Glee is another really good show if no one's heard of it. And if you haven't heard of it, you've been living under a rock, but it's a really good show. I mean, um, yeah, um, I'm gonna talk about things that are hot and things that are not. So, school edition. I want to talk about dress code because I feel like this is a serious issue and I want to say what's hot about it and what's not hot about it. Nobody likes being told what to do, so there's gonna be a bigger not than there is a hot, obviously. But in some ways, dress code does make a point with things. And it does help some ways. This is not my opinion. This is just how the world works. But yes, I am very against dress code. But I do think some girls out there and some guys out there need rules to just not dress completely inappropriate. Because I've seen so many outfits that are just inappropriate. And they need a reminder. So in one ways, I think that's hot like i think i think it's good to have rules about dress code sometimes but what's not cool about it is when people abuse or teachers and principals abuse the power of it because let me tell you something wearing a tank top or wearing shorts or anything like that is not going to make guys more t- have more attention on you trust me i've asked two guys in my entire life I've asked two guys before, does tank tops or anything or showing my belly turn you on? And they both responded with no. And that's two guys' opinions, but 
majority of men don't really get turned on by stomachs or shoulders or all that stuff. So I do think there's times that they that um the dress code is really sexist and that it needs to change and I think it dress code is basically there for girls. Like let's face it, half the dress codes are for girls and like there's only a couple for men. And I'm telling you right now if you're the person who likes to sag your pants, it's not attractive. So I'm telling you that it doesn't I don't really care. I mean, no one wants to see anyone's butt crack, but I promise you you're not impressing anyone with that. Okay, what else should I talk about? Uh what's hot and what's not? Um trying to think of something that I can debate about. Oh yeah, and you have if you guys have anything that you guys want to debate about, please let me know in the comments because it'd be greatly appreciative. Um Tall Girl. We're going to talk about that movie because there are a lot of opinions about that movie right now and it's kind of out there, so I just wanted to talk about it. First of all, I knew that actress from the start. I knew she was on Dance Moms. So, when she got the part, I was a little iffy because no, no offense to Dance Mom girls, but they're not the best at acting. Like, Maddie Ziegler's okay, but, like, some of them are really bad at acting. So when I saw that she was one of the Dance Moms cast, I was, oh no, this is going to be another Dance Mom movie music explosion. But it was actually pretty good. She's actually a really good actor. She's probably the best out of actually that whole group. I'm not going to lie. But, I mean, man, can they dance? They can dance really well, but I feel like acting is just not there forte with stuff but the movie was really good and i see what netflix was trying to point out that i mean they kept banging on our banging our heads knowing what they were talking about but like yes we get it don't judge a book by its cover and high school is awkward it constantly reminded you of that and that got a little annoying i'm not gonna lie i really would have liked it to see um I don't know, I just think there's some parts of the movie that really don't make sense. For one, I know that there's a lot of girls out there who are taller than 6'1", and 6'1 is not even that tall for some places, so I think that it was a little bit exaggerated, and and in reality, you wouldn't get made fun of for being too tall. Some people would, but I don't think it's, I just think the movie, yes, it's a movie and they're going to exaggerate about it, but like... I honestly don't think that they should have made it such a big deal that she was that tall. Yes, I know it's the point of the movie, but she was being bullied every two seconds for being tall. Which is kind of stupid. Because it would have been nice to see her go through more problems on her own than having to deal with bullying every two seconds. Because we get it, she's tall. But that doesn't mean she has to, that she can't have a normal life. Like, the movie makes it think, like, oh, no, she can't have a normal life because she's six foot one. Whoop-de-doo. Like, congrats. Like, a lot of girls are six foot one in schools, and everyone in that school is a midget. And I don't know why people wouldn't be making fun of her, because she's really pretty. Like, she's really pretty in the whole movie. And why are everyone just looking at her height, like... 
I guess that's what the movie's trying to tell you is don't judge a book by its color, but it really does get annoying at times because I feel like this happens in every Netflix movie that one girl is different than the rest and I do have to say I love the ending. Also, spoilers alert, if you haven't seen the movie, I would go see it. But the ending, she chooses the short guy instead of the tall guy. I'm sorry, I don't remember their names. It's just impossible to remember names for me. But that was the best thing ever. Because if she had ended up with that tall guy, I probably would have not had watched the movie. Because it's not, I mean, I did not expect that actually. I didn't expect that she was going to go for the short guy. Because it just it just didn't make sense through halfway. And then he had another girl, so... I thought they were going to end up together. Honestly, I thought she was going to end up being alone. As sad as that is. But then I had to realize it's a movie. So she's obviously going to end up with somebody. But I did not expect the little guy to get her. I Honestly, that came out of nowhere. Like, but I do have to say that was probably the best part of the movie. Having, having the girl not fall for the stereotypical guy. Because that happens in every single romantic so thumbs up for that um sabrina carpenter was really great in that she's always beautiful so i mean that was really good and yeah let's see what else um yeah i like talking about movies and like rating them and stuff so if you guys have any movie recommendations you can put that down as well because they're fun and yeah so i think i'm gonna end this podcast because i really don't have anything else to say so yeah okay welcome back to my podcast today i'm going to be reviewing one of my favorite shows legacies so i just recently got into it and i finished the entire season and i'm so excited for season two so, we're going to talk about it, because I think it, li- it went a little bit downhill at certain times. So, if you don't know what Legacies is about, it's about a school for the supernatural. It's based off of the show Vampire Diaries and Originals, which is so great, because I absolutely love the Vampire Diaries. I haven't really watched Originals before, but I get where they were coming from. But when I, but when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, oh... This looks okay, but I don't know how this is going to do, because all the OGs, all the original characters are not there. And I remember how devastated I was when Elena left Vampire Diaries, so I was like, there's no way I'm watching this. But I gave it a chance, and I watched it, knowing that none of the characters were going to be there. I gotta admit, the cast is pretty good at acting. It was really good. So, it starts off with Hope, and... A lark rescuing Raphael, Raphael, and Raphael. Oh my God, people are gonna kill me. And Landon, and Raphael's a, Raphael's a wolf, and Landon's not. So they get dragged to the Salvatore School, which is awesome, by the way. And I would love to see a Damon and Elena reference more. One thing I wish that they would do more is make more Vampire Diaries references, but. That's just because I'm a big fangirl about that show. But anyways, then you cut to the scene where pretty much you meet Lizzie and Josie, who are Caroline and Alark's daughters, which is so cool to see. 
because we are so left off on a cliffhanger at the end of the Vampire Diaries and Originals that it was so cool to see that. Um, so, I have very big thoughts on Lizzie and Josie because I think they're two different characters and honestly I think Lizzie's kind of annoying at times. Like, I kind of didn't like her character at first, but it gets better. Josie, again, like, her character's alright, but like, I think their characters are a little forced at times. Like, I get it. One is shy and doesn't want to talk as much, and the other one is too overgetic. But when I learned about her damage pact and, like, how damaged she was, Lizzie's, then it changed a little bit, and then my opinion changed, but we'll talk about that later. Then we cut to the school, and then we see all these supernatural things, and Landon is brought into Dr. Salt- not Dr. Saltzman- Professor Saltzman's office and pretty much ask him questions about how do you know your brother and like how do you know all the supernatural stuff so I mean it's kind of pulling off I thought they were pulling off a little bit of the Damon and Stefan thing there but I gave it another chance so yeah I then it cuts to a vampire trying to compel him but oh no he can't get compelled that's where the conflict comes in the first episode is that he can't be compelled and that he needs to go in a prison cell before the rain or whatever washes out his system which I think is kind of a load of baloney that they only had like that all these random people are just holding cells until they forget like what if one day they just could like imagine Ravain taking over the world and they couldn't do anything about it. What would happen then? And then you just have a random stranger in your basement or in your cell. And you couldn't do anything about it. So I thought that was a little weird. So then we cut back to Josie. And she's talking about her ex. And I was so excited that they added an LGBT character in there. And I know they've had LGBT, LGBT characters before. But I was really excited to know that one of the main characters was bisexual because I am also bisexual so yay and then we also learn about Lizzie's past and that she's kind of damaged she makes it pretty clear and boy does she have an awkward conversation with Raphael I mean damn I thought I was that desperate I mean it was just really forced like I was even cringing watching the scene and I wasn't even there like that scene just like made me so awkward and uncomfortable i was like lizzie what are you doing i've never seen a girl express her feelings so much to a guy like if you ever like a guy would you go up to them and be like oh no you make me uncomfortable i really want to hook up with you i really want to date you i know everything about you like no that'd be a little weird so i thought it was a little weird that she was telling her whole life story to him and nobody asked but um I was like okay and then you see her no then you see hope and Raphael, not Raphael, um dr saltzman oh fuck i can't can't say names um professor saltzman um battle it out with these sticks and they're pretty much say, talking about landon and the school and stuff like that i don't really remember but i'm not gonna go through everything 
And then we get to the scene where Lizzie throws all the plates on the ground and has a literal panic attack because Ralph said, because Raphael said, oh no, I don't want to date you, which is a little weird as well because it wasn't like he was trying to be offensive and he, she kind of was coming off strong and, but apparently it freaks her out. So then there's this whole kitchen scene, which I have to say was beautifully made. I thought that scene was really good. Um, and I loved seeing the kitchen that was once in Vampire Diaries. I love seeing the whole setting because it makes me think of the Vampire Diaries. Um, let's see. They have a party, I'm pretty sure. And the party's a little weird because Raphael is now telling everyone about his powers and that he's a werewolf. And I'm like, wait, what? But he was literally freaked out two seconds ago because a girl was talking about her life and now he's talking about his life like these characters are kind of hypocritical at times um and land they sneak out landon to go to the party so that um i don't really know why they stuck out landon i, I thought that was kind of dumb but like uh <laughs> i don't know why especially if you're a brother like i wouldn't put my brother in any harm's way and knowing that your kid isn't supernatural, like your brother isn't supernatural, and you're around all these supernatural kids, like I would not want him anywhere near that school. I don't know why, but so Raphael's kind of a little weird. Like <laughs> they're a little bit too um close to each other. I think Raph, I think Landon at one point just wants to separate from him. He's just like, no, no, I'll come with you. We stick together, and I'm pretty sure Raphael needs to take a chill. But he is really hot, so it makes up for it. Um, let's see what else. And then they visit the Salvatore Library, which was really cool. Because we got to see Stefan's journals, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, no, we didn't see Stefan's journals, but we did see the Stefan Memorial Library, which is a really great reference to the Vampire Diaries, so thank you for that. Um, and it was really nice to see that library. And so, I'm trying to think of what else happened in that episode. Nothing. I didn't really pay attention to the end, which I really should, because I think... Landon ends up stealing the knife. Um, and they're all like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, why did he just take the knife? Like, that's weird. Now they have to go and find him, and that leads to episode two. So, yeah, my first impression of Legacies was a little weird, but I gave it a try. Honestly, I think it's a really good show. No, All jokes aside, I think it's a really, really good show. But, um, yeah, this was my review for Legacies, and letting you know i'm just this is my opinion so if any of you get butt hurt in the comments section just know that this is an opinion this is not a fact so yeah and bye hey guys it's me abby and i'm welcome back to a new podcast this is a brand new podcast and my brand new series it's called why freshmen hate seniors and why seniors hate freshmen. So, I have nothing wrong with some seniors. Or freshmen. 
If those of you who don't know, I'm in senior year, and I have no problem with some freshmen. But can I tell you, there are some things that really irritate me about this year's class. Don't ask me why I was like looking into this, because I have to deal with it every single day. So for those of you who don't know, I'm in a Votech class. So I'm like forced to be with freshmen who have to take it because they have to visit every program. So you get the guys who really don't care about fashion, who have to be in the class. They're just forced for it. So, I had I have a, a few um, encounters with some freshmen and an 8th grader, which I'll bring that up in a second. So, let's just begin with I am minding my own business talking to one of the kids in the class because she was asking about how junior year is stressful and I was saying it is stressful to the teeth. And this freshman, this little black freshman, has something to say to me. And he goes, Nobody cares. And he says it to his buddies. And he thinks I can't hear it. He thinks I'm deaf as shit. So I'm go, Say that again. I swear to God, this was his face. Uh, uh, uh. He stares back at his friends. And his friends go, you brought that on yourself, buddy. Like, I don't know why you said that. Like, your friends are pointing out to you that you shouldn't. So then I'm like, oh, I gotta leave the classroom before my hands are popped. And it wasn't a big deal. I'm not gonna lie. It's not that big of a deal. But what really irritated me was that he continued to talk about me. And I was like, do you have a motherfucking problem with me? And if you do have a problem with me, you should not be immature about it and laugh to your little buddies because I know you're not going to confront me. So then, so then, I'm not trying to be a snitch, but like I love the fashion teacher to death. I was just telling her. I wasn't even trying to snitch. I was just like, you know, telling what happened. And I go, this little, I'm not even exaggerating, this little punk asshole over there decided to be a smartass and talk smack to me. And my teacher goes, what? I'm like, yeah, but don't get me wrong. My teacher and I are, like, good friends. So, like, it's not like I was trying to get him in trouble. I was pretty much just telling him what had happened because I didn't think she was going to bring it up to him. But she did. She goes, nobody is going to talk to my students that way. Nobody at all. And, oh, my God, his face was so priceless. I then go to my other friend, and she's really nice. I mean, I like her a lot, but she's, like, kind of a badass and I go, she, he's still talking about me. And he's like, of course she is, because he's a pussy. Pussy ass bitch, and yells it. And I'm like, Asia, what are you doing? She's like, no, this is this little pussy over here is not going to say anything. And I'm like, as soon as I leave the room, he comes up to me. His friends are gone. He goes, I'm sorry. And I go, bullshit. You were sorry. You would have said it in the beginning and not when no one is around you like come on you just don't want to get in trouble like I know I can be annoying at times like I know I'm not the best with everyone but you can shut your fucking mouth and not have to say something about it so I'll tell you about my second scenario with eighth grader eighth graders keep just getting weirder and weirdo and ghetto and ghetto I'm like you're not ghetto stop it especially where I live 
these middle school kids are not ghetto. They're like, the closest thing that they're gonna go to the hood, the closest thing to the hood to them is wearing a sweatshirt that's a hoodie. That's the closest we'll ever get to a hood. Like, seriously. Literally, we're minding our own business at this time. And I don't really know these two girls, but I know they're like in my class. And, you know, I could see eighth graders walking around, but she goes, Nobody wants to see these eighth graders go, Nobody wants to see your raggedy ass, burning shorts, you know, just yelling out at nobody, by the way. They're just yelling. And I'm like, Says you, you're the one who's wearing khakis right now. Like, what? 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 We literally did not come at you. <laughs> I'm was so close to being like, can you shut the fuck up? Like, why are you yelling? Like, nobody cares and nobody thinks this is cool. You're so obnoxious and I'm so glad I'm leaving high school next year. So I don't have to deal with this. Cause you all are awful. <sighs> and then they continue to trash talk to seniors and juniors. I'm like, bitch, if you have something to say, like come and say it to us. Like, I know you're not gonna fight us because you can't, nobody, you cannot beat us up. Like, you're 12. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, I'm 17, and half my friends behind me are, like, older and stuff like that. Like, all the 18-year-olds have to stay out of it, but damn, so many kids wanted to beat those 8th graders' asses because they had the nerve to come up to us and talk to us that way. I'm like, you know, if I was an 8th grader or a freshman, I wouldn't even go near a senior. That's why I think it's changing, because when I, I, I admit, I wasn't the best freshman. I was annoying as hell, kind of like I am now. But I wouldn't mess with somebody because I knew that I would get in trouble, and I'm not about to fight a senior because, honestly, if I fought a senior, I'd just stay on the ground and let them beat me up. Because I swear, some of these 8th graders and freshmen and 7th graders make the dumbest decisions decisions ever you know it's like a horror movie you know when the girl goes down to the basement and you're just like what are you doing you're walking into a sudden death yeah it's kind of like the same thing like i don't know what people thought that this was a good idea but apparently freshmen want to speak their minds to the seniors and honestly seniors can't take them seriously so if you're a freshman or an eighth grader or a seventh grader sit your ass down you'll have your turn when you're older and just wait until you grow up wait and get your sippy cup and wait like the rest of us because we've all had to go through it and just talking to the seniors it's not cool promise you it makes you look like a fool and it just is stupid so that's my opinion on freshmen this year and why seniors versus freshmen and why seniors don't like freshmen Welcome back to my podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about a different movie. It's called To All the Boys I've Loved Before. And I know this movie came out a while ago, but I just saw it. And I thought I would give my honest review of the movie because I have some strong opinions about that movie. So, yeah, let's get into it. So, I to kind of explain what this movie is about it's basically about this girl 
who has a crush on all these different types of guys and the current one she has is uh, her sister's ex-boyfriend so it's kind of starts with that conflict um, I just thought it was a little weird that okay, I thought a lot of things were weird about this movie so okay so the plot kind of goes with the little sister which I don't really like the little sister because they kind of she kind of started that whole thing and nobody even like I don't know I just thought it was weird that she was so forgiving to that girl because I would have probably killed my sister if she ever sent my letters out or whatever like that because that's personal you know uh, but I thought it was weird that she had everything written down in, in memory. Like, I don't, I don't know why she wrote them in letters and I thought it was weird that, I don't know, she didn't write it in like a diary or something because that seems more accurate than letters. I mean, she kind of explains it, so I think that's good. Overall, I think it was a pretty good movie, so there's not too many things I thought negative of it. But I do think some of it was kind of corny at times, and I think some of it was a little cliche at times, too. Um, I really didn't think there needed to be a mean girl in the movie, but I know that every movie has to have a mean girl. It would have been cool to see her go through conflict with the main character, Guy, um, by their own, like by human pressure and about everyone around them being like whoa you two aren't supposed to be together like this isn't right I think that would have been cool rather than having a ex-girlfriend come in between them because I really think mean girls are just starting to get old in movies and not everyone has mean girls and not every it would have been cool that if society was just breaking them apart and not a person I also think she's kind of a bit weird at times. The fact that she wants to blackmail someone into dating her. Because, first of all, I don't like the main character guy. I kind of forgot his name. So, <laughs> I don't like him. It took a while for me to get to like him. Because I think he is so messed up at some times. Because he knows that she likes him. Or used to like him. Or whatever. But then continues to date her, or fake date her, because she want he wants to get with the ex-girlfriend. That's not how you get an ex-girlfriend, buddy. Like, I don't understand what that proved. I really think that was a shitty move on her part. Because, like, all my friends were like, oh my god, he's such a good guy. Honestly, I thought he was a dick at times. Like, he clearly doesn't want a relationship with her in the beginning and just wants it because of and I still don't I think she's kind of dumb at sometimes I don't know why she would put herself through that because again she likes him and it's just I don't know and then they completely forget about like the brother or like the 
not brother, um, the boyfriend who used to love the sister, the ex-boyfriend. I kind of liked him better. I know that this sounds weird, but I really wish that he, she ended up with him instead, Josh, I think it was, than the other guy, because, I don't know, I just did not like the main male, and it would have been cool to see her end up with the guy that she anticipated to go for, but I knew in the end that he was gonna get together she was gonna end up with the main character, obviously, because that's the whole point of the movie. But, and don't get me wrong, I love Noah Constantino. I think he's a, wait, what? That's his name, right? Noah something. Okay, I think I said his name wrong. But like, I remember watching him on The Fosters and all of that, so like, it was kind of weird to see him in so many roles because I feel like he's just gotten so popular over the years, but that has nothing to do with the movie, but like, I love his- I love him as an actor, I really do. I just don't like his character at all. I just think his character's a dick. The only time I felt sympathy for him was at the end, when they- at the last five minutes, I was like, oh, he's not a dick. I don't know. I just- I was just- I think the movie's trying to make him seem like a dick half the time in the movie, or like, stuff like that, so I think it's not his fault, or whatever. Uh, let's see. Um. Mm, I'm trying to think of something else in the movie that happened. I... I like that they put all, like, their pros and cons or, like, what they wanted to get done while they dated and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought the story was different from a regular chip flick, so I thought that was cool. I... Still, there were some scenes that were kind of corny and kind of stupid, but, I mean, I'm not... I'm not to judge, I mean, it's way better than some chip flicks I've ever seen before, so, like, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but I still think there's some things that could've worked on. Um, uh, I just think both of the characters put way too much pressure on themselves. Like, I think that they just put way- especially the main girl, um, I think she just- I don't know, she just drags herself into all these situations where she could've just ended it so many times, so like, I think they, they didn't even need to date, really. I mean, I don't know why, in reality, I think what really happened, because I know this is a movie and that this is fake, but in reality, I really think that he would've probably talked to the ex-girlfriend and try to get him back not be jealous by her because any guy knows that's not a way to get a girl because that is like the last thing you want to do to get a girl so yeah but overall i really liked it i think it was a really good movie and it was nice and interesting and yeah that was my review on this movie bye